You are about to listen to an episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Each week, co-hosts Dan and Tony will explore topics about finance and retirement. It's fun, informative, and most of all useful to those who are interested in retiring successfully. Now, let's begin the show. Welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show. This is going to be a special show at the end of the year 2021, and it's going to be special because we're going to revisit a show we did a year ago in which yours truly made some predictions, hence the crystal ball over here. And we're going to be holding myself accountable. Actually, Tony Shore is going to be holding me accountable. He's going to be holding me accountable for what I said a year ago. Yes. We're going to go to the videotape. And we're going to talk about whether or not those trends came true and if I was off the mark. But but for those of the, that are listening saying, well, I don't want to hear about what happened in the past. I'm all about the future, baby. Well, <laughs> there's a special holiday treat for you. At the end of the show, Tony is going to provide his own review of 2021 by giving us his top five albums that were released in 2021. So awesome. for the music listeners, there's a special treat. For those that are here for the financial advice, we're going to get right into it. So, Tony. Yes. Do you remember doing a show that talked about the top five trends for 2021? Dan, I don't remember what show we did last week, but <laughs> no. yes, I do remember that show. I, I don't remember the specifics, but I do remember that show, and it will come back to me. I do remember doing that. Yeah, you okay. you went over what's going to be happening in 2021. Yes. It was about just about a year ago we did yeah, this almost show. exactly a year ago at the end of 2020. Well, what I'm going to do just to start us off, is I'm going to um, play a little clip of what we said, okay? Okay. And this way you can hear it, and the listeners can hear it, and then we yep. can discuss it. We'll go, I did the top five trends for 2021, not knowing a thing. We did it in December. Right. So we'll see how we did. So hold on, let's put that on and hear what, we had, hear what I had to say, and you, a year ago. I think... Cryptocurrency is going to really, I know that it's been trendy the last few years, but I think 2021 is going to be the year that people start to say, oh, wait, this isn't, you know, my nephew doing it. Really? It's, it's going to be legitimate. Really? Worldwide. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know about the DeFi. I didn't know like PayPal or bigger companies actually uh, investing in cryptocurrency. So I didn't know a few of these things, but this is the biggest surprise on the list, and, and you made it number one. I mean, I agree wholeheartedly with all your other uh, trends for 2021 and how they're going to impact retirement. I mean, work from home, non-traditional employment, non-traditional investing, taxes. That all made sense to me. The cryptocurrency one, it came out of left field, and you like to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the punch that we weren't expecting that's going to get us, right? Uh, yep. But I don't know if I totally agree. I mean, the cryptocurrency, I just, uh, I got such a bad vibe from it and it seems so yes. trendy and yep. shifty and iffy. Uh, but, you know, what you say makes sense. So this will be an interesting one to watch in 2021 to see if you're right on this one. There we have it, Tony. Yep. Yeah. That's obviously I was right and you were wrong, right? I mean, <laughs> 
See, but you got to remember, I'm the one the crystal ball here. Notice yeah. it's oh. on the beachy scene. So, you know, yeah, still in Florida. I don't, you know, it's Which roughly means... the same shape as your head, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> the Wendells are known to have quite big melons. And I have another question about your background today. Is the shine on that crystal ball? Is there more shine coming from that crystal ball or my forehead right now? I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> we got to work on that. Uh, yeah. You still yeah. have it. You still, we, you know, we still have more hair than the crystal ball. So that's the good news. Makeup person once again didn't show up today. <laughs> so, so Tony, were my predictions wrong or right? So I want to do is go from the top five real quick. Go through whether or not we think they were wrong or right, and then we'll get into your part, which is the music, right? So, sure. number five, I said, were people were going to continue to work from home. I mean, that wasn't much of a stretch because people were working from home, but but the pandemic had been ending, right? We we were moving right. away, and I said people were going to stay home and yep. maybe commute less, and I could say that for myself. I yep. do a lot more at home last year or this year, I should say, in 2021, than I did in all the other years. Um, yeah. 2020, I did stay home a little bit, but not... I mean, 2021, I felt, you know, I felt it was... A lot of people were easing back into it, and a lot of people were saying, oh, no, they're going to let me stay for another six months or something like that. Yeah. I, well, for me, I've been working from home more uh, this year. Uh, it, ne it didn't go back to the way it was pre-covid right. so you were spot on on this one i think all right so we're going to give yeah. a thumbs up to that uh, thumbs like up a, you have a gong music for a good what, what do you have for good like a correct answer a correct answer i need Boy, some I, sort of i have a lot for affirmation. I, I was only prepared dan i've got a lot of sound set up here but they're all for wrong answers so that's <laughs> uh, you know they're like oh yeah nope, that's, that's because not. you that's because you uh you just have a negative personality. Tony. Well, how about ah, yes. you were dream, Dan dream was correct. Dan we was should have played that, that before means... we went back on that video. <laughs> Go back and tell or, or thank you. Right. Tony, Congra hold the applause. Hold the Congratulations, applause. Dan. You were correct. Right. Prediction number four. We did a top five countdown. The number four prediction was non-traditional work will increase so in this part i was what talking do you mean about, by that we talked about influencers we talked about side hustles i talked about how people were going to not go back to doing what they were doing with their traditional job and they were going to stay home or try something new they were going to do something that they weren't used to and they were going to try to do some other type of job and what i don't i don't know if there's stats on that but i do know a lot of people didn't go back to work i do know yeah. there's a work shortage no i think the the non-traditional work has increased i would say you were correct on that and so for the correct answers all right that's a good one the orchestra <laughs> hit yes the orchestra takes a hit so to speak so did you start a side hustle tony in 2021 um, I continue You're always doing side hustles. That's right. That's right. I continue my side hustles. I do a few. I do voiceover work on the side, uh, outside the show, uh, and um, I do that. Um, I help work events. For my buddy uh, is the VP of events for a big window company. Once in a while, if he's at a big fair or home show, and I'm free on a weekend, I'll go uh, help you, him out. 
did you find that a lot of your colleagues, friends, people you meet, meet with were starting new things, doing stuff on the side that maybe yeah. they, they weren't normally thinking about in previous years? Yep, and our 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 show editor and audio guru Mitch, who helps produce the show, Mitch Heil, he has a side hustle that he really developed during the last year and uh, really kind of uh, got more serious about and uh, really worked hard on his side hustle. So, uh, and I know a few others too. Yeah, more and more people are doing that. So I, I think, think so. it has increased quite a bit. So that's two for two. You know, my if, if this keeps happening, Tony, my head's going to be bigger than this crystal ball. Well, and to the listeners, they can't tell what we're talking about, but the viewers know yeah, exactly you don't, what I'm talking about. Yeah, you don't have far to go with that, Dan. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, my number three prediction for 2021 was that non-traditional investing will grow. Mm. And this, we talked about your son with Robinhood. We yep. talked about passive income. We talked about Twitter stocks with a... The, and we didn't really talk about the meme stocks and GameStop because that didn't happen until January. So the I guess that would count as, for non-traditional investing, right? Right. It was it was the the you know most people buy stocks and bonds and stuff like that, but I was talking about people investing investing in crypto, people investing in different ways and doing it differently. And we talked about Robinhood, how wow, all of a sudden. Anybody can pick these little stock no one here of and they yep. do free trading. And sure enough, the very next month, you remember GameStop? Remember that whole <laughs> fiasco where yeah, short wow. squeeze? Yep, where they, they, they were going to short GameStop. And so people on the internet got together and said, no, we're going we're gonna to ruin it for them. I think that, is, that was incredible. And they, they, they changed it to meme stocks. So people were buying... Yeah crazy things like now Dogecoin or whatever it was and totally non-traditional. Not This yep. is way out in left field and that took over. And I was surprised at how much it took over so quickly too. I was like, I think this is going to happen at some point, but man, did it hit hard. That yeah, you were, you were spot on on that, Dan. I have to give it to you. That was That really took off exactly as you said it would, maybe even a little quicker, like you say. Um, that was amazing. That whole GameStop thing where they stopped uh, the the hedge fund managers from shorting it, that was amazing. Right. It was, And now it's changed things a little bit for everybody. It has. You know, it has. going to be the next one, and people are, are walking on eggshells. You know, mm -hmm. I'm wondering if I would have done this show had I not been right so far. If we was just, uh, you know, <laughs> when you said, here's what we're going to do, I'm like, well, obviously he thinks he was right on all accounts or he wouldn't <laughs> be doing the show. So I'm interested to get to one. You have been so far, it's three for three. So you're, bat, right. you're batting a thousand so far, but Let's we, may, go. we may come to a point of contention here. I think this is the one we're going to come to the point of contention. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. The fourth, the number two prediction. This was like my second most confident level prediction was that we're going to have some major, major tax changes. Yeah, that did not happen. My thought was new president, new tax code, new new tax laws. Now, now to my defense, we had some interesting tax changes going go. on. We had the enhanced child tax credit. We had the yep. stimulus payments. Um, Almost they, $6 trillion uh, our government spent in stimulus spending. Right. And so these aren't tax changes, but the getting that money, 
That was a tax change, getting them the enhanced child tax credit in advance. Normally, you write it off on your taxes. Now they were sending checks out. In yeah. 2021, it's kind of the opposite, though, I think, of where you were headed with. The I was I was talking about how the government was going to start collecting more money. Right. And you did that because you foresaw and saw what they'd been spending. And so we've all I agreed with you at the time saying, obviously, you know, with uh, with this, you know, uh, the Democrats coming in, new presidency, he's going to turn around the tax cuts. He's going to take those away and put in increased taxes to pay for all this. Plus he had, we knew he wanted to spend trillions more. Right. Right. And, right. and so far he has proposed that. However, um, rather than deal with it and raise taxes to pay for it, he's kicked that can down the road. And yes. so, uh, so I think I it might be, a, yeah, I think it's a safe prediction for maybe next year, <laughs> but well, it didn't speaking happen. Of that, I'm going to do a show in the first week of January. That's going to predict 2022 okay. so we can Good. stay tuned for that we'll, but see, we'll see how well you do with that a couple of other tax things that happened that were surprising um well not necessarily surprising but that were a little um along the lines of tax changes rmds came back in 2021 so those were su suspended in 2020 so you didn't have to take uh -huh. your required minimum now they're back 2021 that wasn't too crazy what i thought but was the crazy, age is now 72 so they raised the, the age, age 72. So you don't have to take it as soon. You used to have to, right. when you hit age 70, you had to take money out of your retirement accounts a certain amount each year is what you're talking right. about right. when you're talking about required minimum distributions. So that, that changed back to collecting more money. And then the other one, yep. which was very strange, um, in 2020, the healthcare subsidies didn't have to get paid back. So if you over or underestimated your income, the government gave you a subsidy and then you shouldn't have gotten it. They said, ah, don't worry about it. You can keep it. That ah, was crazy. Heck? Keep it. Keep but it. But in 2021, they, well, that's what they said. They're going to make you pay any overage back. So we'll see mm -hmm. because tax season is up ahead. But yeah. So tax, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to give myself a thumbs down on this one. I think I'll let you use the buzzer. I, I'll, I'll let you do oh. it just so you feel like, you know, I'm not running all over the show here. with. The show. <laughs> so, Tony, do you remember yes. what my number one prediction was? We just went, I just showed you the clip. Well, sure. Yeah. Uh, the, the whole Bitcoin cryptocurrency is going to explode. I said it. I said it was because when we did our first show on cryptocurrency, Bitcoin was going for the first time to hit 20,000. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. That was like yeah. three, maybe four years ago. Yeah. We, it's we been did a while. that show. Um, if I have it, I'll put it up here. Um, and then last year, the show we did a year ago. I said, I think it's going to explode again because it had gone down from 20,000 and then right back up. So when we did the show a year ago, Bitcoin was at like 20,000, I think. And then sure enough, man, did that take off this year. Now it's come back down in the last couple of months, yeah. weeks even. Yeah. <laughs> but I think cryptocurrency has been fully adopted by a lot of people now. It's not just your son that's doing it. I hear, I heard, and this is more toward the end of the year, but I've heard more and more legitimate financial professionals such as yourself, more folks like you, Dan, who are uh, licensed and you're a financial services professional, financial planners, and Wall Street individuals talking about 
cryptocurrency um, in a serious manner and not dismissive or ignoring it. So uh, I think it is a here to stay, and I think it did grow uh, during the year. I mean, as if you're looking at growth just based on numbers, um, yes, maybe it has gone up since then. I don't know if it exploded in quite the way you thought it would, but it has, I think, g- become more respected if that's the right word or mainstream yes it's become a little more mainstream i don't think it's all the way there yet that's well it's not all the way there but what also happened which i wasn't exactly predicting i thought there would be more adoption which there has been but i was not expecting to see stuff like shibu inu we did a show on that that guy that in england that turned eight thousand into like a million i think it was yeah Um, i didn't expect dogecoin and and the, all these altcoins, as they call, to come out of the meme woodwork. coins, like meme Dogecoin. Co- like yeah. That I didn't expect that, but I did expect there to be a lot more people in it and adopting sure. it. So it just makes sense that there's more things going on. But yeah. that was quite, and and I, that was my number one, and I think it was the number one talking point for the 2021. I, I do. Think. Yeah. Although at the end of the year here the big talking point was inflation. So, yeah, I was just going to call you on that. I was just going to say, come on, the big financial talking point uh, that everybody is talking about and focused on is inflation for 2021. Right now. Inflation be, was the story in 2021. If you prorate the talking points for inflation versus the cryptocurrency, I think cryptocurrency wins if you compare the whole year. Because inflation, we've only been talking about... Six months. Six months. Okay. Probably. All right. So inflation should have been on my top five. <laughs> uh, but no, you were you were pretty spot on. You really the only one you were off on uh, was was the taxes. Yeah, uh, the big tax and changes. I was pretty came. confident. I was going to make that my number one last year. Mm. I just you know, and what it comes down to, Tony, is gridlock in the in the Congress. You got Republicans well, sure. saying one thing, yeah. Democrats saying another, nothing gets yeah. done. And that's okay. That helps yeah. the economy. That's That helps the stock market, at least. Inactivity, yeah. status quo is good. Yeah. So we've had nothing uh, I happen. think the Yeah, it's a political game, and they're worried about midterms. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's, the pro- that's, I think, after the midterms, maybe you might see more movement. So yeah. maybe 2022 is the year. But even so, uh, I would say if it's going to happen, it's going to be in 2023. That's my prediction based well, on, pol- but I'm basing my, my prediction on what I read, what I, what my knowledge of politics. I'm not a financial guy like you. Do they uh, still have politics section in Mad Magazine? Is that? Oh, is that- because you think that's the only thing I read. <laughs> uh, just because I look you like look Alfred like- E. Newman yeah. doesn't what mean. What me worry, Tony? What me worry? <laughs> what me worry? <laughs> you Never. Know, um- Never. Like I said, I'm going to do a 2023, uh, 2022 prediction um, at the beginning of January. So look for yep. that. But I, I can't wait for that show. Today. That's going to be a good show. Yeah, I like it, too. And then I like holding myself accountable. Right. A lot of people oh. you, you see them on CNBC, Fox Business, whatever you watch. Oh, this is what's going to happen. And I like to get every one of those people back in six months and say, you said this is going to happen. Look what really happened. Right. They don't do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The next day they're forgotten, you know. And they can say whatever they want, because a year later, they're not going to bring it back up again. 
No. Unless, Unless they, like were me, right. they were right. And then, and then they might show the clip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, I said this. This happened. Right. Right. Exactly. Now, imagine if we held Jim Cramer to everything right. he Just, said on that right. show. Right. Yeah. Or or some of those folks. Uh, I, but I at least he's at least he's given his opinion. At least he's. Uh, yeah. At least there's no, a disclaimer not, not to do anything yeah. crazy on his. On his <laughs> Don't be at all like Jim because he's insane. That, that's Jim Cramer, the like in, when he started, what I was trading, I don't know. I think it was like 2005, uh-huh. maybe. I don't even remember when he first got started. I remember he was like the Shibu Inu of of trading when he when he started because yeah. he would move the market with his predictions. It yes. was crazy. So we would be trading. And we would listen to his show and watch the stock market as it was happening after hours. That's crazy. Total nonsense. So Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm happy with that. I'm going to give myself a C plus to, to an A minus in that range. I'll give myself a yeah. B. Um, I think it's a B plus. You only missed one. One out of five. Come on. That's yeah, a I B know, plus. I'm hard on myself, Tony. Um, but good. I promised the listeners that we were going to have a special holiday treat and so I'm going to turn it over to you, Tony. I yep. want you, it's not a prediction, I want you to tell me, and this is all going to be your personal opinion now, right? This is your personal opinion? <laughs> right, right. Yep, Th- these are my picks for my, what I feel were the best albums of the year. Yeah. So we're switching to music because Tony's in his mom's basement. He's got the albums <laughs> behind not, him. This is my basement. Uh, I mean, you're, yeah, sure. Keep telling yourself that. Yeah. So tell us, Tony. <laughs> Tell us, what do you think? What, uh, am I going to know any of these bands? No. So, <laughs> ab- absolutely not. Um, I do have eclectic tastes, and I'm always looking for new music. So, um, my top five albums of the year, we'll go through my top five. Um, I do have a top 21 list, and if listeners want to see my full list and actually hear the top songs from my top 12 records of the year i always do a top 12 year-end podcast so i don't know if you mind dan if i plug no, my what podcast is the podcast the i'll show. put it i'll put it up here yep. put you it can up. put it up here it's obviouspop.com. so it's just uh i think it's http colon slash slash um um and it's so funny. I had the guys from Devo, the band Devo, do a liner for me, Gerald Gasali and uh, and uh, Mark Mothersbaugh. And when I told him, he goes, "What's the name of your um, uh, what's the name of your podcast that you're interviewing us for?" And I said, "Obvious Pop." And then he goes, "Okay, I got I got a liner for you." When I bent over to tie my shoe, I heard an obvious pop. This is Gerald Gasali <laughs> from Devo. Was he wearing the hat? Because I uh, saw a picture of you wearing that hat. Yeah, uh, they had the I mean, hats on. They had the hats on during the press conference, but afterwards, I got to go back in a private room and talk to them and get them to do some liners for me. I had the mic here. I was like a fanboy because I love Devo. <laughs> but that said, that said, go to obviouspop.com and listen to my year-end podcast where I actually play songs from each of the top twelve albums because you're going to hear some of these and go, "Who? What?" So number five is a band called Starflyer 59. They're from Seattle. Uh, It's a guy named Jason Martin. Um, It's alternative. He's really known in the real indie alternative world, but it's very beautiful and ethereal music. They put out a new record independently this year called Vanity. 
and it's great. Starflyer 59 Vanity, that's my number five album. Now, the number four album, some listeners may have heard of this band. They're a punk band called Turnstile, and they are really have a huge uh, following in the punk world, but some of those folks were upset because they released an album in 2021 with keyboards, layered vocals, production, and they're known as a punk band. They sound like right. this British punk bands, you know, like the clash or the sex pistols, that kind of influence. Um, so this album is really good. It's called glow on, and it actually is on a number of music critics, year end top 10 lists. So that one's, that one's out there, but let's give these a listen. Now I'm into power pop stuff influenced by the Beatles and the beach boys. And there is a guy who's been writing songs for other artists and doing jingles and movie uh, songs named blue spelled B L E U. And he's number three. And now this is a bad play on words, but the name of his record uh, is six tape, six tape. That's S I X tape is the name of the record. And that's number three, but super hooky songs, beautiful music, really fun power pop tunes, uh, blue B L E U. Uh, Check that out. It's so good. He, this guy is phenomenal. Um, I believe he lives like, like cordon blue but not quite no um then number two uh, a guy i worked with and a great songwriter from los angeles area from southern california named terry scott taylor now no one's heard of him listening probably but he has a huge cult following uh and he's been making music since the late 70s and writing songs and producing other people's records but he has a brand new solo album out i think it's like i want to say 30 songs uh, on this record. It's two CDs if you buy the physical product. That's a lot. And it'll officially be available to download and purchase in the spring of 2022. But he released it for all his supporters uh, in this year. So it's on Whoa. my list. It's called It's called This Beautiful Mystery. And he's really a heavy reader. He's really into uh, William Blake and G.K. Chesterton and C.S. Lewis and you know, uh, Lord of the Rings, um, J.R. Token, you know, Token. uh, uh. So anyway, this guy's great, and he's probably the best lyricist I know. Uh, And then at number one, and this is a record and a band you will like, Dan, this one is in your wheelhouse. Okay. So if you haven't heard this record, um, because they're influenced by everybody from Pink Floyd to... um, Radiohead. They're a band out of Atlanta called Manchester Orchestra. Have you heard them? I have. Yeah. This I band. You mentioned to them me to me yeah, before. Yeah. The name of the album is The Million Mass of God. It's a crazy record. So good. And it's on other people's uh, some pretty major critics year end top 10 lists. I mean, uh, if you read Pitchfork or Pace, some of the music sites out there, uh, you'll see this one in a lot of top 10 lists. It was easily the best record of 2021 regardless. Now, you notice I didn't include any top 40. You know, Billie Eilish had a new record out. Um yeah. Olivia Rodriguez. A lot of these are great pop records. I'm just not into top 40 or hip hop or country. So the major artists like Taylor Swift and Olivia Rodriguez uh, and um, and uh, all those, you know. Uh, and yeah. I'll tell you what, I, what, an honorable mention. I got to do this honorable Britney, mention. Britney Spears. No, but Adele, no. her new record. Amazing. Oh, I haven't heard it. Yeah. 
Okay. I mean, I'm not, it's not even my style of music, but she is so talented. If you're into popular music or just great vocals, the, the new Adele is, it's unbelievable. So being a, and I appreciate this, Tony, thank you for sharing this. And those sure. that are watching obvious pop, um, there's on the screen there. Obvious um, pop. I have a quick, quick question for you, Tony. Sure. You, you're, you're into music. Yep. How come when British singers sing, we don't hear their British accents? It's the you, know, you can a little bit, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah, it's got to. So be when you there. listen to the when you listen to the ra- a radio station in Georgia or Alabama, the radio announcer sounds like the same as the radio announcer does in California or in Minnesota, right? right. Or Florida. It's the kind of the same thing, um, but it's a little more like uh, a lot of people who stutter really bad when they sing no stutter Mm. singing does something different um and talking all the time on the radio you kind of train yourself to talk some british singers sound very british when they sing and some uh, most do not um but uh but you're right Uh, that is a phenomenon i don't know the exact answer to that but it always makes me think of radio announcers because tv and radio personalities usually don't have west (laughs) they usually don't have a southern drawl even when i lived in tennessee it was kind of weird now some did but very few but and it's funny like uh isn't it mel tillis who stuttered but when he sang perfectly normal yeah. yeah Yeah, I think yeah. it was Mel Tillis. Yeah, but there's been a few of those. Yeah, that they they have speech impediments or stutter, but if the, they sing, no problem. Isn't that weird? That is weird. I was, I was hoping yeah. you know the answer. Well, maybe we'll bring it on the next show. But Tony, I, we got one more show this year, but thanks for a great year, and I appreciate you sharing it. I, I wanted people to know that you're really into music. I think they knew that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, you know, we'll check out Tony's podcast, Obvious Pop. Yep. Thanks for a good show, Tony. And uh, and for, great one. You know, I got to break my crystal ball out again, so stay tuned for that, and we'll catch you <laughs> in a week. The topics on this show are wide-ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundo or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.